where we explore how to nurture, coach, and inspire the children we love at any age to let their genius blossom. I'm your host, Diane Flanagan. And today's show is for parents and educators. An educator asked me to speak to the topic of how to balance your life, what works, and as I had great success in this area, I thought, yeah, I can share that. Because I rarely felt overwhelmed and I don't even remember ever feeling deprived of me time when uh, I was raising my son and, and also working full time. So we're going to explore that today because I was able to maintain my own persona, which is really what it comes down to. How do you keep yourself and your life in balance? It is so important, both to your physical and mental well-being, especially when you have the privilege of raising the next generation. So today's show isn't about children. It's about you. When you are in balance, your children are too. It's a natural side effect. And that's why it's so important. So important. When you're out of balance, that means you're under stress. And when you're under stress, you can't think, you can't create. When you're at this stage of feeling, feeling you're no longer in control, something is out of balance. Think of a seesaw. If one side is too light, you need to add weight. Otherwise, you'll never reach the ground. If the other side's too heavy, well, you're gonna lose a little, little, little push, maybe big push, to get back off the ground and get back into balance. The key is to hone in Hone in where you are out of balance and make that your priority. Ask yourself, where am I out of balance? Is it my physical self? Should I walk more, eat less, or maybe give up that midnight snack? <laughs> we all do it. Is it my mental health? Do I need to spend more quiet time with my thoughts, show gratitude, or simply believe, I am enough. What about your family? Are you living in harmony? Do you make them a priority? Living in the moment and being present for one another. And of course, there's your vocation and the accompanying finances, which hopefully feel more like a reward versus torture. <laughs> Yes, you should indeed enjoy what you do and find that, find that avenue to go down. It makes life so much more rewarding. Before I speak to what worked for us in balancing work, life, and raising my child while maintaining my own persona, I am going to reassure you that I too am human. Yes, 
my life has been out of balance before, more than once, and I've bounced back. It wasn't when I had my child. It wasn't when I had a fancy job and all the fancy pressure that goes with that. It wasn't even when I couldn't afford to buy food, <laughs> so I had to put it on my credit card, which had a 29% interest rate, which carried a balance. So I had no money, and in order to survive, I had to use my credit card. But I bounced back from that. Now, my darkest moment that I had the most difficult time balancing, balancing my life again, was when my father's Alzheimer's disease attacked my mental health. Sounds selfish, doesn't it? Really, Diane? Uh, this isn't about you, this is about him. What are you talking about? Nobody could have prepared me for what I was going to go through, what my family was going to go through, what we're still going through, because it's not going away, not anytime soon. Well, why am I telling you this? Because we have all been there. We have all been there in some way. We have all had setbacks, bad days, bad weeks, bad years. When you remind yourself that you're resilient, you're in control, you are now on the road to recovery. My spirit was so out of balance. And I'm not talking about religion here. That's a completely different topic. I'm talking about my frame of mind. It was a struggle to get that back in balance. Once I realized I really needed to let those demons go, that my thoughts were not healthy for anybody, I had to make sure they no longer had a space in my head too. There was a lot of self-talk going on, but I didn't do it alone. I reached out and I, I searched for wisdom from other people. I searched for inspiration because there's a lot written out there that really can help you get through things. And I read, and I listened, and I learned. I learned how they did it. Here's a good example. The famous Maya Angelou. Her advice. <laughs> okay, bear with me. If you don't like something, change it. If you can't change it, change your attitude. Really, Maya, that's your advice? Change my attitude? I don't have an attitude problem. No. That was my first reaction. I don't need an attitude adjustment. It's not me. <laughs> she was saying if you can't change it, change your frame of mind. So I did it. I did it for my own well-being. But it had to sink in over time. It really did. Then there was Rumi. He used to say, Yesterday I was clever, so I wanted to change the world. Today I'm wise, so I'm changing myself. 
had a really hard time with these words, these words of wisdom, and changing myself, living, living with myself and my decisions. It's not an easy road. No quick fix, no siree. I'm going to say it took me at least six months to find my balance again, which to be honest, initially I was looking for a quick fix, but that's just a band-aid and eventually band-aids fall off again. I also read Paulo Coelho, a master of his craft, and he says, no one can hit their target with their eyes closed. Well, that's just common sense, but I'd forgotten that. I had, I had to open my eyes, stop feeling sore on myself, and change my thoughts. Keep my chin up. Don't look down. Which is what everyone seems to do these days. Everyone's looking down at their phone, waiting for some magic to appear. I don't know. Try holding your chin up. It feels good. Improves your posture. And it makes me proud to stand with my head held high. Attitude, fitness, and eyes wide open to bring myself back into balance. I should mention during this journey, I chose to take a little break from the social media world and it was actually quite liberating. It provided me with time. With time I needed to bounce back. The time that had been lost. Social media can be a real vortex and I don't think I was that active in it but it helped turn my setback into a set force and ultimate success. So now that you know I'm human, <laughs> because we all bleed, what about the success in my work, life, raising my child, balance? What did I do that made a difference? Why did I not feel overwhelmed? Why did I not feel deprived of me time? Well, those same three things. The words of wisdom from others, attitude, fitness, eyes wide open, ensured that I maintained my own persona. And I will speak to each of these. Attitude, <laughs> just like Maya Angelou talks about. I had one rule, one simple rule, and that was my child is not an inconvenience. I chose to have my child and raise my child. And let me tell you, some days it felt like I had more than one child. <laughs> if you've been listening or watching this show, you know by now my son grew up gifted. His natural talent in life turned to be a, a healthy IQ in academics. And uh, before you think, before you start thinking, his academic life was easier and therefore my life should have been easier, I would have to disagree. It was actually 
far more intense. As a result, I made a conscious decision, a decision to commit to supporting his needs. Hence, my show mantra, nurture, coach, inspire. It was also my mantra when I was raising my son, because your child is not an inconvenience. This one simple rule, he was meant to be seen and heard. And I followed that to a T. Fitness. Well, I took care of myself. And that doesn't mean I was being selfish. It actually means the opposite. When you take care of yourself, taking care of others is not a burden. You have the time, energy, and patience to pay attention. Pay attention. And as a result, succeed. For me, that meant really good time management. I scheduled everything. I scheduled me time, vacation time, downtime, work time, play time. I mean, everything was scheduled with a little bit of spontaneity thrown in. <laughs> but routine is actually quite important, quite important. And uh, then I always left some extra time for volunteering because I loved volunteering in the classroom. It really made a difference. What does that look like for you? Well, if you're an educator, you need to take care of yourself. You have immense power and an immense responsibility in influencing the next generation. You need your personal time. You need to power down. It's true. I'm not going to say you don't have to work hard. You do. But you don't have to do it every day and you don't have to do it alone. It's possible. If you need help in the classroom, reach out to a parent. It actually makes us feel good to feel wanted, to feel needed. And it's also nice to, I would say as a parent, see the educator's perspective on what they are trying to accomplish every day in raising our children. It's important to keep your physical and mental fitness healthy. One thing at a time to fulfill your purpose because you have a gift. As an educator, your talent on how to educate another person, growing their curiosity while they try something new, that is immense. And nothing will work unless you do. That's also Maya Angelou. Eyes wide open. Looking forward, not in the rearview mirror. I use this all the time. I cannot change the past, but I can learn from it and keep my vision focused. What direction do you want to take in your life? What is your dream? And what is the fear of holding you back? Us humans, we're amazing. We can stretch. We can stretch quite a bit. But then there's this vortex, this sucking 
sucking us down into it. No results in that vortex, none. Measurable results, that's what improves your quality of life. Open your eyes and look for what is out of balance and then you can create the solution. There is only one thing that makes a dream impossible to achieve, the fear of failure. That's also Paulo Coelho. If there's something bugging you, see it and unplug it. Just unplug from it. I cannot believe in this day and age, the number of temptations that are put in front of us, the number of choices that are Everyone's vying for your attention to buy or do, or it's just, it's out of control. So if you find yourself getting sucked into social media or technology, decide to let it serve you. Let it serve you, not distract you, not waste your time, because you need time to stay healthy. I also have to sometimes say no. Say no to work because that schedule, well, that's never ending. And I need to do it without feeling guilty. Prioritizing what's truly important is essential. If you have a setback, create the solution and set forth. Attitude, fitness, and eyes wide open. That's how I found my balance when I was raising my son and working and living and doing. And I still do it today. And when I went through that dark time with my father's diagnosis, well, I had to remind myself, didn't I? And it took time to bounce back. Because otherwise you'll find yourself absorbed in everyone else's goals everyone else's agenda and that's where the vortex lies that's what happened when my mental fitness was challenged challenged and it continues to be challenged and it will be challenged again but i need to be prepared for that when i was at my darkest i sought out the wisdom of others and and not only the three famous people i mentioned today but I also blocked out the naysayers. You know, those people who find joy in berating and belittling others. I had to let them go. Let yourself be silently drawn by the strange pull of what you really love. It will not lead you astray. That's Rumi for you. Very, very wise indeed. When you start to feel out of balance, think of the seesaw analogy and dig deep, dig deep because you can reach a balanced life again. It is possible. Live well with your attitude, your fitness and your eyes wide open. No more juggling because you have a choice. So choose balance. Choose to balance yourself and the rest will follow. It really will. 
I also wanted to remind you to reach out because this episode was inspired by an educator who asked me to speak to this and I love the interaction and I love hearing from people so I, I encourage you whether you're listening or, or watching the show I know that this makes me happy <laughs> and it really does balance out life I'll see you next week